And I'll tell you guys since we're, since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo. You're listening to The Grisha Cast. Welcome to Grisha Cast, episode 69. In this episode, we will be concluding the book King of Scars, reviewing chapters 36 through 39. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry. From Nashville, Tennessee, this is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by the wonderful Lee Bardugo. Moi sabienyi, casters! Hello! Did you like that new intro? Something a little different. We did. Mm-hmm. That was fun. That was fun. So, we could go on for hours. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but, we've got some listener cities. We do. First, we have Uncle Ishwar in South Africa. Awesome. And then we've got Brockenfell in South Africa. Woo! Thank you I'm so sorry. much. Uncle Ishwar is from India. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I was like, well, we <laughs> two in South Africa. That's great. I got it mixed up, y'all. It's okay. I messed up totally last <laughs> week. So we're just going to take turns. Mm-hmm. Um, Even though it's like one of my favorite parts about the whole thing, I screwed it up. But thank you. Well, all. yeah. But that's something that's unique about our podcast is we. We don't like go back and try to fix stuff. We just let the <laughs> mess ups happen. Go. It's just like hanging out with your friends. Sometimes we say the wrong things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. For those of you asking how you can help, we would greatly appreciate tips. A dollar does go a long way. Your tips will help you to help us to continue to bring you the Grisha cast. You can Venmo a tip to at B O D H I M M. Or Cash App, dollar sign, B-O-D-H-I-M-M. Also, leaving a review on your podcast platform, liking and following us on our socials, especially YouTube. It would help us and make us so very happy. Yes. Yay. It does. It does. Yeah. So um, since you brought up South Africa, I have to mention one thing. Okay. Um, Which has nothing to do with the Grishaverse at all. But I want you all to, if you've got Netflix and you want to watch a really good documentary, My Octopus Teacher is amazing. You have been mentioning that. I can't stop thinking about it. (laughs) That's the problem. Oh, good. Like, literally cannot stop thinking about it. Because it's traumatizing? Have you watched it yet? No, because the way you described it, it sounds emotional. And I don't like emotional. But you like, but you're different. Like, I mean, I cry at like everything. You, it takes a lot for you to cry. It does. So. I'm not a crier at all. Anyways, this documentary is very good. It's up for a lot of awards. And it's just really cool because it, it's this gentleman that used to film documentaries. And like, for some reason, like he like gets I don't know, something happens in his life and he's got to like rediscover himself. And his idea is he remembers his childhood and he loved like snorkeling in these like specific like kelp forests in South Africa. So he like goes back and like snorkels. And anyways, he he stumbles upon this like octopus and it's just like interesting. And 
He runs into it again and then has this crazy idea. What if I came every single day? Would I be able to befriend this octopus? And that is the story of this. Like, and it's a documentary and it's because he like used to do his own films. Like it's all like actual like shots. It's like a really cool story. And like it, it's that you learn a lot, but it is sad. I will give you a heads up. An octopus lifespan is only a year. Which is crazy. I know. But like, I just had never thought of like octopus that much in my Like, I guess Octopi. my my only thought of them, I think, was from there's some kind of like old Disney movie that had like 2000 Leagues Under the Sea or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, um, anyways, this like definitely broadened my horizons. I now, <laughs> I will never have calamari ever, ever again. <laughs> and like, oh my God, it was so, it's a moving movie. And like, it's, it's really cool. It's really good. I definitely recommend, and it's not long. So, okay. Yeah. It's a, it's a short little thing, but, um, it's, it's worth watching. It's cool. And Hey, it's up for some awards. So, you know, educate yourself. Education. So, okay, well. Well, we're was, here. We are here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we we're got- here at the end of our book. We're oh. here at the beginning of the show. Yes. We're here with a bunch of brand new listeners. Thank you all so very much. Yes. It is a very big time for us right now, and our hearts are full. I agree. It's, it's really weird to think that we are actually here. Because I made it. I remember the exact moment that I saw the just like the small itty bitty little like article that was online that said Lee was like teaming up with this man named Eric to put together the show. And that was like years ago. And I was just like, oh my God. And that's all that we had for so long. And like, and then when you asked me to come on here, you were just like, oh, and it's going to be a show. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause we didn't really, we didn't really know much at that point. So it was like, oh yeah, it's just going to be a show. And then, um, that seems like forever ago, but yep. it also seems like yesterday all in the same thing. Like we got here a lot faster than I thought we would. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And it's just so crazy. It's so crazy. I'm so excited because we've been waiting for this for so long. And it's he- here. It is. It's, it's here. like Hanukkah and Christmas and solstice and everything all mixed into one. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh my gosh. Yes, you're right. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my goodness. It God. needs to be a holiday now. So, like, April 23rd is now going to be. A greasy cast holiday. <laughs> We're celebrating Shadow and Bone Eve. Yes. Right now. So everybody get out your tea. <laughs> That's what we do. Yes. And um anyways, we're we're so excited. And of course, we will be covering the show. Yes. So that's what comes next, which is Yes. So Anyways, um, before we get started, do you have anything like anything exciting going on this week? Anything you need to share, girl? Um, I don't know. It's just really busy. Yeah. Like, I'm sure it's busy for any of your of the college students out there. It is like finals time. It's mm. time for your final papers. That's what I'm going through right now too. So, um, <laughs> I feel for you. <laughs> Drink all the tea and all the coffee and get through it. Um, and we can get through this within the next few weeks together. 
Absolutely. Yes. Yes. <laughs> do it. Get those grades. Get those A's. Yes. You can do it. You can. Goodness gracious. <laughs> so. Cheers. Exactly. <laughs> Cheers. We're drinking new tea today. Mm. Oh. Oh, and that's right. What's yes. the name of this? This is the Bigelow brand. Okay. Toasted coconut and almond. Ooh. Ooh. Fancy. It's one of my favorite ones now. I definitely taste the coconut. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you liked coconut. I don't really. Yeah. And there's a really weird story about that. I'll try to make it like really short. But um, it has to do with your husband, um, <laughs> who's probably going to pop up in my ear in a second. Um, we had a really weird adult discussion about toilet spray. <laughs> <laughs> And we both found this brand of toilet spray that's not the poopery, but it's a different... The Amazon one. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so for the longest time, I used the coconut and lime poo spray. So mm-hmm. every time like, you go to the toilet, you spray some coconut and lime. So now, coconut in my brain is associated with poo. Mm. <laughs> so Tasty. I have... <laughs> time with coconut scents like I can't wear you know Bath and Body Works or any of like body sprays that have coconut in it like coconut scents now like all I can think of is the toilet (laughs) so there's a fun story for all of you in case you want to talk about poo um, and coconut together and mixed hopefully (laughs) I didn't make that happen in your brain like it is in mine Um, but it's just it's the smell that like yeah. Takes me there. You know exactly what it smells like because you all I used do. it too. <laughs> yes. And it's crazy how the you have those things. It's just those yes. things that connect in your head. Smell it's, is a strong mm-hmm. sense. It like brings back memories and it just doesn't bring happy memories. Absolutely. <laughs> I Well, that uh, was fun. That is hilarious. Welcome to my brain. I did not know that. And that's what's so funny. <laughs> Like, it all makes sense now, but, like, I just, oh, wow. (laughs) That's why I'm not a big coconut person. Oh, wow. Woo! Woo! And see, I I love coconut. Like, I, um, yeah, I I really do. I don't, like, shaved, like, coconut, like, on, like. weird and chewy. Yeah, I don't like that. The texture's weird. I agree. Um, I'm a texture person. I've always, when, like, when I've gone on vacation, like, you know how they, like, can crack the coconut and let you have the, like, coconut water if you're on the beach? Yes. I've always wanted to enjoy the coconut meat inside it, mm-hmm. but I never have. No. Like, I like the I like the coconut water that's inside a coconut. Like, it's freaking delicious. Yes. But the actual part inside, I just can't do it. I agree. It's not great. I've always... I've always tried, and I just, like, <laughs> pretend. I'm like, yeah, this is so good. And then you're sitting there chewing for, like, an hour. <laughs> and it's not good. No. no not at all. So. Oh. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. Well, that was a fun topic. Sure was. <laughs> so is a coconut like a nut? Like, I mean, I know it's got nut in it. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it's just It's a, like it, the nut of, like, a palm tree. It's just the, it's like, the biggest nut. It is. Probably, like, I mean, like, I'm sure there's bigger ones in like the Amazon and the tropical rainforest, the like ones. <laughs> really? There's yes. some bigger ones. I'm sure there's some bigger nuts out there. Well, I mean, I, I can't think. Like, I mean, I don't know. 
I can't think of one. I, I think of a coconut, and that's the largest nut, if that's a nut. For those fans out there that know whether we are on track and, like, a coconut actually is a part of the nut family, please do let us know. Because we're not going to ruin it and Google it ourselves. We're going to let you tell us. Yes, please tell us about bigger nuts. Mm. And, if yeah, if there is a bigger one. Yeah. Anyways. So, moving on. Moving on. And um, anyways, just to let you know, I did finally finish Rule of Wolves. Yes. Yes. We haven't had a big discussion about that. We had a short text, so we'll have to. Uh, yes. We'll have to have a session. Correct. And for those of you out there that have still been waiting on that video that I never posted, yeah, I'm sorry. It's I have it. It's just. For some reason, I just was ha- like, I kept on like trying to record the same thing like over and over again, and I could never make it into a minute. And I was just having all these issues. But even though I have finished it now, that doesn't change like what my prediction was, and I have it written down. So if I can fix it somehow or put it somewhere, I will eventually. I didn't get it all right, just to let you know. Um, so you're not supposed to spoil it. Well, I'm not, but I mean, like, <laughs> I'm just, I don't want them to think I was cheating. And like, I, there were a couple things, but also I'm, I'm very new to trying to read Lenormand cards. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's so neat. It's just like, it's also very complicated. So, um, anyways, like an Avril Lavigne song. Those are really complicated. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> Took a second. They sure are. Mm-hmm. Our humor doesn't always match up all the time, but that's what makes us entertaining. Exactly. It always takes me just a second. Girl. I'm also having a really hard time with my accent tonight, so everyone forgive me. It's right. it's like extra thick tonight for some reason, mm-hmm. so I'm going to try to put my radio voice back on. Okay. Thick like molasses. Yes, like southern molasses. Okay, so let's let's get in here. Let's finish up. King of Scars, ah, okay? It's so weird. I know, <laughs> I know, but we got to do it. So, um, okay, so I've got the first chapter. Mm-hmm. Ch- chapter 36, which is Nikolai. I will be starting off with a quote. The thornwood was bleeding. The sap that flowed from its trunks was no longer gold but red, as if with Elizaveta's death it had died too. Its stalks began to shrivel, its thorns wilting. Nikolai pulled himself free, and the blood from his hands and legs dripped onto the sand. His chest throbbed, and yet the only sign that he'd driven a spike through it was a star-shaped scar. One more to add to his collection. In the distance, he could see the great palace crumbling, its spires collapsing. What will be left? He wondered, and how were he and Zoya going to get free of this place? He stumbled over to her. She lay on a wilted bed of thorn trees and red quince blossoms. Her hair splayed around her face. Before her, a dark pile of dead bees was heaped amid the branches. Sancta Elisaveta, only a few feet away... He saw a mound of bones, both bare and human, blowing away to ash. Would this whole world crumble to dust? He knelt beside Zoya and checked her pulse. It was steady. He was surprised to see two fetters of black scales at her wrists. End quote. So. Save the bees. 
Yeah, so obviously... They're dead. Elizabeth is dead. She gone. Good. <laughs> um, but poor, like, I don't know, like, Bone Man. Like, he's... Bone he, Man. Yeah, he didn't make it. He, like, remember, he was, like, being, like, eaten by, like... Like, he was the <laughs> one that would, like, kept on, like, the holes and all the stuff. Like, yeah. Uh, so freaky. So, anyways, but Zoya is... Oh, is alive. So is Nikolai. Zoya wakes up and wants to kill Yuri right away. And Nikolai says they can't yet because he has some answers that he needs some questions to. And he thinks that Yuri pretty much like is the reason for a lot of this. One, he thinks that he unlocked the shackles that night a long time ago in the palace. Yeah, I don't think it would have been the worst idea ever to kill Yuri. I think I might agree with Zoya here. Agreed. Yeah. Absolutely. Here's our next quote. I think it may have been Elisaveta who unlocked my chains the night I got free from the palace. She said their power could extend beyond the fold, but only where the people's faith was strongest. Yuri was at the palace that night. Maybe Elisabetta used him to send her vines or her insects past my guards, end quote. So, yeah, Yuri's just like, he's had this, like, crazy plan this whole time, and it's just, it's just nuts. And More I don't nuts. Know. More nuts. And if, and if you read Loves of Saints, yep, you see. So, um... They start walking <clears throat> away from, I just, I'm going to call this now like a purgatory because that's what it kind of seems like to me. Yes, I can see that. So um, they start walking like away try- and getting out, trying to get out of it. And they do. Zoya ends up actually like getting some horses and like they ride back to Azalta. Nikolai and Zoya are surprised when they get back because they see that the festivities that like, <laughs> They had planned, remember, the the bachelor <laughs> for, like, yeah. for him had... The bachelor royal edition. Yeah. Well, no, we had a bit. Like, it was, um, I don't know, I, who knows. Can't remember our actual, like, name for the, that show. It was, like, Nikolai's Bachelor. Anyways, <laughs> it still went on. And they're surprised by that. So... Nikolai has the guards uh, take Yuri um, to like to like his own prison prison and be locked up, and Nikolai sticks to the shadows and is careful because he realizes like I mean like if this party's still going on he's got to kind of like sneak around, and he ends up like sneaking around and sees an exact replica of himself, and his, this replica is speaking. Actually, to Princess Ari, with like no chaperones, so like that's like a surprise. Whoa! I know. And so here's the this quote, and this is going to take us to the end of the chapter. His stand-in was pacing, talking rapidly. Nikolai couldn't hear what he was saying, but to his great horror, it looked very much like a declaration of love. What was this pretender getting them into? And had Jenny and David sanctioned such a thing? This was the moment for a well-timed interruption, but exactly how was Nikolai supposed to accomplish that without appending the whole charade? Maybe I'm wrong, and they'll discussing matters of state, Nikolai thought, hopefully. 
At that moment, the couple strode toward each other. The false king of Ravka took the princess in his arms. She tilted her face up to his, her eyes sliding closed, her lips parted. That was when Nikolai saw the knife in her hands. Dun, dun, dun. End quote, end chapter. Yes. So, uh-oh. So, the next chapter, chapter 37, mm-hmm. follows Isaac. Mm. So, as we heard in the last chapter, Isaac is off to meet Ari in the conservatory. And this short but very important chapter should be read as a scene. So, here we go. Okay. Eric is going to play Ari, and I'm going to play Isaac because we say screw it to gender roles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, a very special thank you for our background music created by Kendra Dantes and produced by Year 26. Mm-hmm. Curtain up. Isaac's palms were damp. It had not been easy to evade Toya and Tamar. The twins were seasoned mercenaries with a gift for appearing when they were least wanted. But at his first glimpse of Airy in the conservatory, he knew he would have gladly dodged a thousand trained soldiers to be here right now. He had no idea how he had lost her guards, how she had lost her guards, or how much time he would have with her before they were discovered. He only knew he wanted to look at her forever. Her gown was the color of green pears, its elaborate folds embroidered with falcons. Emerald combs glittered in the dark fall of her hair. Nikolai? she asked, peering into the dimly lit conservatory. Isaac, he wanted to beg her to say. But what would it be like to hear her call him by his real name? I'm here, he whispered. She turned and smiled, and it was like a fist to his chest. I wasn't sure you'd come. I wasn't sure I'd be able to. My ladies have been fussing over me since sunrise. I didn't think I'd find a second alone to escape them. I'm glad you did. That was an absurd statement, but he couldn't think of anything else to say. She took a step toward him, and without thinking, he took a step back, maintaining the distance between them. He saw the hurt on her face and felt like it was the worst kind of dolt. I'm sorry, he said quickly, though he knew apologies did not come easily to kings. She clasped her hands in front of her. Did I, did I misunderstand? No, he said, no, but there's something I need to tell you. Isaac turned on its heel, pacing in front of the orange trees, their sweet-smelling blossoms clouding the air. He had planned countless things to say, but none of them seemed right in this moment. He was a poor boy from a small town. He was a palace guard. He thought he was happy. He had been happy until all this began. But now, Isaac wished he could take her in his arms and kiss her. But he couldn't do that when every word he'd spoken to her was a lie. And yet, he couldn't tell her the truth, not when he might put an entire nation at risk. Ari, he began, if I were not a king, he faltered. What was he trying to ask her exactly? He tried again. What is it you like about me? She laughed, and his breath left his chest in a grateful rush at the sound. Is this a test, or does your pride just need stroking? My pride is always in need of tender attention, he said, then cursed beneath his breath. 
That was Nikolai talking, and he did not want to be Nikolai tonight. Wait, I'll tell you what I like about you. Your nerve. Your way with the practice sword. That you always say what you mean. The way you look when you tell stories of your house by the lake. She tilted her head, and for a moment, an expression of such sadness flashed across her face. What is it? He said, wanting only to wipe whatever had caused her pain from her mind. Nothing, she said, only that I wish this moment could last. He wanted to tell her it could, but he didn't know if that was true. He could offer her nothing. And here was the sticky reality. He had no idea what the triumvirate truly wanted from him. Would they ask Isaac to play this role forever as they ran Ravka? He thought there was no way he could be the king they needed. But when he dined with Ari, he'd started to wonder if maybe, with her by his side, he could. Would Jinya and the others ever permit such a courtship? If they refused, would he have the courage to stand against them? And even worse, the thought that had kept him awake since that happy night on the island what if the real king returned and chose Arya as his bride? Would Isaac have to watch him court and marry her? Would he stand at attention in the chapel at the royal wedding? Would Ari ever realize that the man she wed was not the man who stood here in this conservatory on this night with his heart full of longing? I wish it could last too, he said. I wish there was no one in the world but you and me, that there were no countries, no kings and queens. He, stuck a, he took a step closer and then she was gliding into the circle of his arms. She was lithe, almost wiry. It was perfect. Airy, he said as he drew her to him, as she tilted her beautiful face to his invitation. Could you love me if I was not a king? I could, she said, and he didn't understand why her eyes were suddenly full of tears. I know I could. What's wrong? He cupped her cheek, brushing away the tears with his thumb. Nothing at all, she whispered. He felt a jolt, as if she'd shoved him, and looked down. Something was sticking out of his chest. His mind made sense of the shape as the pain hit. A dagger. The white handle was carved with a wolf. He heard a furious rapping against the glass, as if a bird were trying to get into the conservatory. Why? he asked as he slid to the ground. She fell with him, going to her knees, her tears flowing freely now. For my country, she said as she wept. For my brother, for my queen. You don't understand, he tried to say. A laugh emerged from his lips, but it sounded wrong, like a bubble popping. Forgive me, she said, and yanked the dagger from his body. Pain flooded through him as he felt the warm gush of blood from his wound. She pressed a soft kiss to his lips. My only comfort is that you never could have been mine but know that I would have gladly been yours. Airy, he moaned as the world began to go dark. Not Airy. From somewhere he could hear shouting, the sound of hurried footfalls running toward them. Everyone mourns the first blossom, she recited softly. Who will weep for the rest that fall? Isaac watched, helpless, as she grasped the dagger and drove the blade into her own heart. End scene. Very emotional. No, Ari. That was very emotional. It was. Wow. And we had it, like, I mean, and I get it, that that was one whole chapter that... Yes, that was the entire chapter. There's no way you could, like, try to, like... Yeah. And it's important going forward. 
that we know exactly what happened. Exactly. Ugh. Ugh. So now we have to forget about that for a second and move on to chapter 38. So Nina, who has nothing to do with any of this, so she has no idea this is going down. Yep. Um, And weirdly enough, we start this chapter with Nina getting ready in a lavender gown and braided crown in the ice court. Hmm. What? <laughs> I mean, she's she's just hanging out in the ice court as Mila. Interesting. Jarl Broom appears, and instead of being frightened, <laughs> she is introduced to his wife, who thanks Mila slash Nina for saving her husband's life. Because Nina and Hana had woken him up after the big escape and told him that he was lucky to have survived. They had made it appear as though he had not failed at all, but it was a mere industrial accident. After last year's ice court escape issue, he would have lost his job, surely, if he would have been, you know, in charge of this whole (laughs) industrial accident. So um, Nina actually needs him to be in good graces with Fjorda for her plan. Mm. Yes. So Jarl also thanks Mila slash Nina for a change in Hana, and Nina claims that it wasn't her; it was all Jell's doing. So oh, she's Jell. she's playing the the good little Jell girl. Mm-hmm. Hana had apparently told her parents that she was ready to find a husband, and Broom is just fawning all over the situation because Hana is now the perfect daughter. Oh, of course. <laughs> At dinner, he tells them that some generals have come to discuss the war. So this is part of Nina's plan. She's going to get into Broom's world to continue to be a spy. And Hana tells him that it's okay. We'll just talk about dresses and then winks at Nina. And then they so they go off to dinner. And Nina slid her hand into Hana's as they followed Ylva and Jarl Broom into dinner. They would build a new world together, but first they had to burn the old one down. End of chapter. Wow. Yes. That is... Ooh, I forget. So We're... Nina's got a plan. She sure does. She's going to be all jail girl and get into Broom's good graces and spy on him. Yes, absolutely. So, okay, well, let's start the last chapter, (laughs) chapter 39, which is Zoya. Crazy. So, Zoya hears the sound of screaming and starts running toward the screams. As she is hustling, um, she is realizing how different she feels. Her vision is very sharp. The air itself feels as if there's like an electric current she can feel, and her scent is even sharper. Apparently, obviously, she didn't get COVID because with me, (laughs) it's always just like a guessing game when I eat anything. She don't need no COVID test. No, she don't. So, because seriously, whenever I sit down to eat like some ice cream, it's, I I don't know what I'm going to (laughs) get. Am I going to taste it? Am I not? What am I going to taste? Anyways, um, when she does arrive, she sees, and here's this quote, Hamar knelt beside a shoe girl with a dagger in her chest. Genu was crying, Tolia, David, and Nikolai, still dressed in his prisoner's shroud, stood around another body, a corpse that looked very much like the king. Everyone was shouting at once. Zoya silenced them with a thunderclap. As one of, 
of the group turned to her, and instantly they had their hands up, ready to fight. How do we know it's really you? Tamar growled, not interrupting her work on the shoe girl. It seemed a hopeless cause. The girl still had color in her cheeks, but the dagger looked as if it had pierced her heart. Zoya refused to look more closely at the other body. It was too hard not to think of Nikolai pinned to the thornwood, his blood watering the sands of the wo- of the fold. Jenya said Zoya calmly, I only got drunk and insisted you make me blonde. Intriguing, said Nikolai. What were the results? She looked glorious, said Jenya. Zoya plucked a bit of dust from her sleeve. I look cheap. Jenya dropped her hands. Stand down. It's her. End quote. Just, sorry, I thought that was really funny. <laughs> um, Nikolai comes forward and says he saw the whole thing. Unfortunately, Isaac, who was made to look like Nikolai, was murdered. The dagger that was used was is Fjordan, but the woman who wielded it was Shu. They are able to keep the Shu girl alive, who definitely is not the princess. They realized the shoe wanted to frame the Fjordan, frame, yeah, the, like as like a Fjordan attack. Nikolai requests that they restore Isaac's true face for some fresh clothes to talk, and he wants to talk to Shank, the Kirch guy, and in one hour wants to meet with the shoe delegation. Nikolai drags in a guard who actually is the real Princess Eri. So then it comes out that the girl pretending to be the princess and stabbed herself was Mayu. Yeah, it was the one that wanted to defect. Yes. So a lot of information coming out. They're trying to give the shoe a reason to go to war against Ravka. Mm-hmm. Ari says that the that her sister was going to let her live a quiet life on the countryside, but Nikolai says that wasn't going to happen. There was no way she would let her live that. And Zoya agrees with Nikolai because she knows how the shoe love Ari so much. Ari's just a very popular princess around the shoe. Nikolai then says that she is going to become his queen. As if that wasn't enough, Nikolai then says he gave Shank the plans for the submarines. The creepy apparat has just somehow come up missing. And Fjorda now is marching toward Ravka to put a king they think is right is the rightful heir on the Lantsov throne. So all good news. Exactly. <laughs> and don't worry, there's just a little bit more. So Zoya goes and grabs Yuri, their prisoner, from his cell and tugs at the rope and brings him into the room. And I'm ending it off with this quote. Jenya gasped, edging away, her hand trying to the patch that covered her lost eye. No, it can't be. No. Nikolai placed a steady hand on her shoulder. The monk was still too tall and too lean, but he moved with a new grace. His face was clean-shaven, and his glasses were gone. His hair looked darker, smoothed back from his brow, and the very shape of his features seemed to have altered, the bones winnowing to sharper, more elegant lines. His eyes flashed gray and the color of quartz. Tamar stepped in front of Jenya as if to shield her. Impossible, improbable, said Nikolai gently. When Zoya had destroyed the vessel that Elizaveta had so lovingly preserved, she had seen a shadow leave the fire, but she hadn't understood what it meant at the time. The Darkling's power had fractured, 
part of it had remained in the wounded shadow soldier that the ritual had almost destroyed and that still lived on in Nikolai. But the rest, the spirit that had begun to bleed from that soldier into the body Elizaveta had prepared, Zoya should have known the Darkling would not miss his chance at freedom. Yuri had gotten his wish. He'd helped his saint return. Had the young monk given himself up willingly, joyously, or in those final moments of fire and terror, had he begged to keep his life? Zoya knew there would be no mercy from the starless saint. The Darkling was not in the business of answering prayers. Nikolai had made the discovery in the shed where they'd taken shelter in the hours when Zoya had been trekking to Krebirsk. Let me kill him, she told Nikolai when she'd, she'd shown him, her. We can bury his body here. No one ever has to know. He, she had stumbled over the words. He has returned. She could not say it. She refused to. If we kill him, I may never be free of the demon inside me, Nikolai had said, and we are about to be at war. I intend to use every resource we have. They kept using, they kept him gagged throughout the journey back to Azalta, but just the amusement in those familiar gray eyes had made her want to snap his neck. Nikolai insisted there was a way to use his power. Zoya wanted to watch him burn all over again. So she would wait. She could be patient. The beast inside her knew eternity. Now Zoya looked at Genya with her scarred hands pressed to her mouth. As Tolia's fury and Tamar with her axes down, she looked at her king and the woman who would soon be his wife. We are the dragon and we will bide our time. So many of my friends gathered in one place said the Darkling from the mouth of a loyal, gullible boy, another fool who had loved him. It's good to be home. Dun-dun-dun! That's it! That is, in quote, in chapter and book. In the book! Wow! Goodness gracious! <laughs> that was... That was good, though. Yes. Yeah, I, yeah, that's a good place for it to end. Because yeah. we want more. Well, yeah, yeah. that... That last line. What's going to happen? I remember like I literally heard that last line actually driving. Oh. And I. Yeah, like, take a second. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> what? Yep. Like it was. The Darkling's back. Mm-hmm. Craziness. Oh, just in time for the show. <laughs> right. So. Okay. Well. It's that time for. Grisha Cast News! Woohoo! <laughs> so, uh, we now are introducing you to our newest member of the Grisha Cast team. Welcome, Alex! Yay! Hi, hi! Yay! So, Alex, what kind of news do you got for us? Saints, we have a lot from this past week. Okay, so we had two pieces from the score released for the show. The rest of it should be released tonight before the show airs. That is what I've heard. Um, we had audio clips from the show that people were able to sync up with clips from another interview of the show. So we got like 60-second clips. We had GMA giving exclusive clips. We have new stills. We have behind-the-scenes. And today, I actually just finished watching it. 
a cast interview behind the scenes and the first 10 minutes of the first episode of Shadow and Bone. What? And I tell you, my mind, it is amazing. Oh my gosh. Did we miss that because we're recording? Probably. I think so, but it is still on YouTube. They have it saved. I can, yeah. Please. It is so good. Wow. I also saw the Ben Barnes interview with Rotten Tomatoes yesterday. Um, Mm -hmm. Rotten Tomatoes gave their score live during that interview. They are scoring it a 93, which is amazing. Yeah. Especially for Rotten Tomatoes. There have been so many interviews I have not been able to keep up, and I do apologize. Oh, there's so many. There's so many. (laughs) It's like every day there's five more. Absolutely. By the way, love the shirt. (laughs) Yes, I got Corporal Nick shirt on. I also have a fabricator one that came in. That's uh, yes. Oh, I love it. I got an Ethereal Kai and I got um my Material Kai one. So I had to get two. Uh, love it. Yeah, there's so much news. That's great. I I don't know if this is true, but I saw somewhere that they had um already guaranteed that there'd be a season two. But yesterday, Ben Barnes said that they were hoping that there would be, and it's looking good but he did not say that there was a second season. Yeah. I have tweets, but I cannot confirm nor deny there is no official source stating that. But yeah. with how everything's looking, with how all the pre-shows are looking, we are more than likely going to be getting a second season. But that is not official news. Absolutely. Yeah. I, we have to. There's, we have to. There's like no way. And Oh my God, I can't believe we're here. <laughs> it's so crazy. We've been waiting so long for this. It's insane. All the reviewers are going crazy over it. The PR boxes have been sent out. They're being shown. Wow. There are articles um, comparing it to Game of Thrones and The Witcher. Well, yep. uh, and see, like, that's what I've always thought is just like, it's the perfect time for this type of show it's because you know like game of thrones was very popular um unfortunately a lot of people didn't enjoy the way it ended but it was a very popular show and like i don't know i feel like just like there's more of an audience for these fantasy shows and there's been i don't know i can't think of a lot of fantasy shows that I would say like have gone very, very, very well, you know, like, I mean, there's been a lot of attempts, but you know, only a few have really made it. And, and those shows are in between seasons. So it's not competing with anything. Yeah, I've not seen a single bad review. Oh yeah. Nope. None at all. And the poster looks incredible. I uh, oh my gosh yes I love it one thing I noticed though is like they don't have um Matthias and Nina on there though no they don't but I don't think they have as big of a role as expected in this season yeah I think you're right and I feel like there that's gonna be the same way with some of the characters like Zoya for instance because we haven't seen a lot of her at all no I mean we heard about her when the casting came out, but then when we started getting like more and more information, especially like with like she's there, but obviously she doesn't play a huge role in this. 
season. But... She will. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Well, because season two is yeah. going to be, oh, my God, incredible. Like, because do you guys think that season two is going to be, like, um, the actual, like, they'll do Six of Crows? From what the reviewers have said, it does lead up to the heist in Six of Crows. That would be awesome. Wow. He's so cool. <laughs> I am so excited. I can't wait. I'm going to be staying up all night to watch it. Oh, I know. And Yeah, we're going to see more of you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And supposedly the entire, like, all of Shadow and Bone will be covered in the season, right? That's what I've heard. The entire, like... I don't know. Okay, Like, so, the entire book? Like, the, yeah, like, the entire first book of Shadow and Bone um, yeah. w- will be covered, which yeah. is really cool. And, um, oh, that's exciting. I'm just... I can't wait. <laughs> and we're right here. I don't know. It's just... It's a... It's a weird moment to be in. I, I really can't believe we're actually here just because I think we've waited for this for so long. <laughs> yes. And and here it is. Exactly. Five more hours. Oh, my ah! God. From that- right now. Yes, as we're recording. Yes. It'll be out by the time we release. Yes. yes. But, um, but, yeah, as of right now. So definitely don't forget, um, we are doing... A uh, watch party, Grisha Cast and Discord. It'll be later tonight by the time this is released. Well, yeah. So, um, anyways, like, I mean, there's just a lot that's going on tomorrow. So, like, <laughs> I have the entire day off, so I'm ready. We are ready. We sure are. So, anyways, is there any, do you got anything else for us, baby? I think that's it. We have Grisha Watch coming tomorrow night, and yeah. Awesome. You did a great job. Great debut. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. She's that. You could be our anchor. Yes, our Grisha cast anchor. So yeah. if you have any more questions about Grisha Watch, um, we have it all over uh, our webpage and all over our socials there. Uh, Feel free to message us. We'll get you there. It, uh, But it officially is tomorrow evening. And um, yeah. Or so. this evening. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I keep on forgetting. Friday evening. Yes. Friday evening. <laughs> yes. So anyways. Well, thank you, Alex. And um, yeah, we'll see you. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Bye. So. That was very dorky of us. I All know. Right. But we're like, you know, we got to get used to it. <laughs> we love Alex. We just, we don't know how to like say bye yet. Like we know how to say bye, but we're going to have to like. We don't want to say bye. No, we don't. All right. Real quickly, we do have some listener thank yous. We do. Mm-hmm. We want to thank Gigi and Sergi for interviewing us for your podcast. We had a fantastic, wonderful time and we will link that interview it was our first interview where we were being interviewed yeah we will link that on all of our socials so be on the lookout for that but thank you yes that was that was it was so much fun and it was nice to be on like the opposite end yes you know like where we did like like i felt we just like had to chat exactly <laughs> like there wasn't a lot of pressure and it was fun and they were they were great too. Yes. That like that helped. They were just 
an amazing like they definitely are going to have a great podcast. Yes. And- so you can check out their podcast too. If you already want to go to Gigi and Sergi's like podcast, that's literally what it's called. Yeah. Um, and find our interview on there or, um, you know, look out for the link, but definitely check them out. Yes. Please do give them su- support. They are awesome and they're, they're working hard. So I would like to thank some people that reviewed us on Apple, Woo-hoo! which you know, I love so much. Uh, Maria DS left a very sweet comment. And also Jay Coughlin. Yay! Thank you so much. The reviews help so much. And yes, they were very sweet. Thank they you. They do. And I know a lot of people like don't go on Apple and do the reviews, but I check those like yes. all the time. <laughs> like those are like my main thing to check. But that's just because that's where I listen to all my like podcasts. So anyways, um, thank you so much. And um, yeah, what's exciting is next week we will be covering episode one. Woo! Woohoo! Yeah. So we're going to be breaking it down, comparing it to the books. Yes. And saying whatever we want to say. <laughs> it's going to be totally different. So we're going to cover the TV show and... Um, yeah, and then we will we'll tell you what we do once we get there. Ah. So, anyways, exciting, exciting stuff. It is. And, um, yeah, thank you guys so much. And, um, yeah, we'll see you all next week. Or later today for those that are watching with us. Whenever it is. Whatever Whenever time. Whenever it is. We're here for you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and if it... And if it's past the day, then it's most likely something you can go back and see. Because hey. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, we love you guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Like, we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. A plus. No, no mourners. No funerals. This has been GrishaCast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok at GrishaCast. 